bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Sunday. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, nice, nice getting to be spring day out there, sun and all, but it's still kind of chilly. What the hey? Hope that weather is better and not worse in your area. Let me put it that way. Got the Sunday game that Gage likes to play. I don't exactly know where we're playing at the game store or somebody's house, but I'll have to find out later. Oh, well. Gaming is hard. No, it's actually... Gaming can be easy or hard, depending on what kind of effort you put into it, whether you're a player or a game master. Even then... Excuse me. Even then, it's either easy or hard. And it's only as hard as what you want to make it. If it's labor or love, it's not hard at all. Now, I don't mean to get all philosophical about it. That's just the way my mind went. I want to talk about adapting existing, some existing piece properties, things like that, media. And... I will talk about that after this. Now, existing media. Um, I, You know, I, I'm probably going to use a certain rule set for that because I want to adapt, I do want to adapt some existing media and where you can get ideas because it all comes down to doing your research and extrapolating from there. And... The rule set you use, there are several rule sets out there. On this channel, on this on this program, podcast, I usually talk about a lot about the class and level system, a lot about the D&D system, because that's where my head's at, or was at, but it's kind of still in there, but, you know, but because I knew it, I, I knew that system well which doesn't mean I'm going to use a D&D type system for any kind of adaption of a TV show or, or a movie or whatever. That doesn't mean I'm going to use that, of course. Got to use the one that fits, as far as I'm concerned. And this year without fantasy, not running fantasy, has really opened my eyes on that, on what systems are out there, what systems are good or bad. Because, you know, D&D... And we're talking, I'm talking basic D&D from white box to BX to all the way up, even first edition and second edition. Extremely, extremely adaptable, as I've, as I've shown on this, on my YouTube videos and on this show, where they've taken it and just bent it into things that you go, wow, this works, but I still don't think it's generic. You need generic. So what do you got? You've got GURPS. Not really my bag. I have the books. I've played GURPS before. Not really my bag as far as game mastering goes. You have Hero System, Champions, things like that. That's been, you know, that's been, that's been adapted to a fairly well over the years. And I, I, while I love a good Champions game and I adore the, the superhero genre in Champions, other, other genres don't seem as, as fun. Like, I played Fantasy Hero before, but it just 
isn't fun. Plus, I'm at the age, like I've said before, of where champions, or should I say hero system, is exhausting to me. It just is. And there's a lot of adapts you have to do because you're dealing with points. So, that leaves me with one. I'm sure there's others out there. But as far as the mainstream stuff goes, and as far as my experience goes, it leaves me with one option. Savage Worlds. So, I'm not going to talk about the Savage Worlds system so much as how to adapt something to a system. I have an idea. First of all, you have adapting a genre. You have to have something. You have two things. You have either adapting a genre that's never been covered before, or you're adapting something specific like a TV show or a movie. And I have two things I want to adapt, one of which is specific, one of which is a genre. For instance, I've wanted to run... I like the Western genre, and I know Savage Worlds has Deadlands, and maybe that would be useful, but I really want to run Spaghetti Westerns. Spaghetti Westerns, for me, are fun because they're a Western that just exaggerates things. You're dealing with larger-than-life heroes, weird contraptions, almost a Wild Wild West, um, Briscoe County-type steampunk setting. But that kind of stuff is on the edges. What you're dealing with is larger-than-life heroes who roam the West with all these character actors in the town and other things like that. So I find the genre fascinating. Specifically, oh, now, let, let's talk about that for a minute. Now, I can start with Deadlands. And first of all, the first thing I say is do your research. I've watched a lot of Spaghetti Westerns from the Sergio Leone stuff all the way down. I still have some I have to watch. And I've seen some excellent ones, and I've gotten some really good ideas out of it. Plot points, equipment, whatever. So I do my research. And then I sit down and say, okay, what does a Spaghetti Western consist of? How do I want to make it feel? You want a, you want a Spaghetti Western, to me, to feel big. I mean, I'm not talking about classic Hollywood Westerns. I mean, like, vistas. And operatic because it came out of the Italian slash Spanish movie movie world movie movie business so you want it to be big and operatic very very Sergio Leone you know you hear you hear the music in your head and you know you do things with panache with with flair and so that's what you got to keep in mind when you're when you're creating it. What else? Okay, there are certain rules, sets, settings in in Savage Worlds that you can put on your game. Uh, things like uh, damage cap or heroes never die, and things like that, where it's really hard to kill them. And we're talking about wild cards here, which means the the player characters and major NPCs. So make it harder to kill them. Uh, they got to be able. See, it's not like it's it's kind of gritty. It's kind of grim and gritty. But at the same time, the hero's got to be able to take a lick in it and then stand up. That happens all the time. I'm not saying nobody ever dies, 
You know, so you got to tread a fine line there. Also, the people they deal with, the towns they deal with, always have big problems. They always have. I, I've noticed the 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 trend of either the heroes are looking for something, or there's a big boss in town they have to take care of, or something like that. And also, the heroes themselves are sort of anti-heroes. They do have. It, it's. I was watching the good, the bad, and the ugly last night again, and watching somebody like Clint Eastwood or Lee Van Cleef, where mostly Clint Eastwood, watch his character who, in relation to the other two characters, Eli Wallach and Lee Van Cleef, he is the good, but not by much through most of it. But even if I saw, I, like I said, I've been watching that. I got a new Blu-ray of the Sturgeon Leone stuff, so I'm watching the Dollars Trilogy. And going back to, like, say, A Fistful of Dollars, where he actually helps that woman get away from the bad guy. So he has a heart way deep, down deep inside, but he's also a mercenary. A few dollars more shows that even better. Or he's about what they call bounty killers, bounty hunters. And things like the Mandalorian stuff, you want to go sci-fi or something like that. But, you know, they they don't always have, they don't have the most altruistic motives. But at the same time, they do have their own code. So I would come up with something like Code of Conduct or Personal Code or something like that. That's mostly character creation. So those are the kind of things I play around with. And if I, I haven't looked at the Deadlands Reloaded yet, I don't even have a copy of it. But I'm going to probably be mining that. And here's another thing. If you have some kind of supplement that's real close to what you want to do, you mine it. You use that to, you look at it and go, okay, I can do this. I don't like that. See, I don't want the magic or supernatural aspect of Deadlands. Leave it out. Cut it out. Don't worry about it. Don't have to deal with it. You may find it really like maybe on the edges. And that is tenuous if you're going to do Spaghetti Western. And, you know, like I said, you have these larger-than-life heroes, larger-than-life villains, and then you have the equipment. You have regular standard Western for a Western, like rifles and six guns and all this other stuff. And then you come up with the weird stuff, or or some, not weird, but I mean unusual stuff, where somebody has something that helps them shit. Like for, for a few dollars more, Colonel Mortimer's whole arsenal of different types of guns he's got like stuff that will that will stabilize his shoulder when he's trying to shoot a he's trying to shoot a six gun or something like that or makes it into a rifle or doing something like that or has a a super sight on it or you know something like that that's on the low end on the high end i've seen westerns where there's an organ that shoots a, a big organ in a wagon that shoots things and also, you've got to emphasize the unusual about the genre. I think of, like, Django, you know, hauling a coffin with his stuff in it, with his guns in it. You wonder why they're doing it. All these things where you wonder why you're doing it, why they're doing it. You know, I get something like El Topo, which is totally weird. And I was watching Good, Bad, and the Ugly when they're going through the desert where Clint Eastwood's, you know, he's being tortured and, and Tuco's on the on the, on the the horse and he's got this frilly umbrella to keep the sun off. 
And that image just, you know, it just plants it in there. And also, everything should be kind of shabby. Everything looks weathered and well-worn. I always put that in my fantasy, too, but that's beside the point. And so you take these things, and you take something like Savage Worlds, and you just sit there and just write it. Here are the rules. Here's the kind of characters that need they need to be, and things like that. And it's, it's, it's an easy adaption. Things like this are an easy adaption. Now, I didn't get into the specific IP that I wanted to adapt, but I'll save that for another episode. And we'll talk about that. I'm just talking about a genre in general that isn't really represented out there. That's, or this partial, I should say partially represented, the Western. I mean, they do some neat things in Deadlands, but it's just not what I want to portray. So taking something like Deadlands and turning it into something you want, or if you have to start it from ground zero, something like Savage Worlds is great because it gives you a great core to work with. So... There's that, and I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to go start my day. So, well, if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com, or you can drop a voicemail on Anchor. We're monetized, so as little as 99 cents a month, you too can help support this program. I would thank you. And thank you again, Jonathan, Oliver, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and John Allen for the support. I appreciate it. Don't forget Dan Gregg's The Young Y-U-N-G Grognar Podcast and two that are on Anchor. Mark C. Walring's The Awning Albear Podcast and Big John Allen Larges The Red Dice Diaries. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.